Making the right financial decisions takes time, skill, and effort. The Savvy Brokers Club podcast delivers strategies from today's thought leaders that help you build and maintain your financial freedom. How you guys doing? I'm Tony Arce, and this is the Savvy Brokers Club podcast. Today, I'm joined by accountant Lunta Della Paolo. Lunta Della, thank you so much for being here. Hi, thank you so much. It's a great day to be here and connecting with you, Tony. Why don't you tell people what you do and, and you know, specifically in terms of the, the accounting practice, how you help individuals and businesses? Yeah, absolutely. Um, first of all, I just want to thank you for giving me the opportunity to be here today and connect with you and learn about what you're doing for the community and mm. the good energy you're adding so much value uh, to the city of Chicago and the, the rest of the world, really. Uh, well, as I'm an humbled accountant. and honored. <laughs> Appreciate that. Thank you. <laughs> very welcome. You're very welcome. Um, as an accountant, uh, I launched my business to really help small businesses who traditionally can't afford to pay a professional uh, CPA or hire a firm that would charge them thousands of dollars <laughs> yeah. uh, where, you know, they have so much they, they could benefit from. And I wanted to give uh, a lot of small businesses, gig workers, uh, self-employed individuals who are often afraid of seeking professional help and end up making a lot of bad decisions that cost them even more if they went to these professionals. To give them that space where the service is high quality, the service is world class, and it's affordable to them, and we find ways to work with anybody in in whatever place they are with their financial life. Yeah. So we don't just do their books, we look into their uh, entire life. Holist- we take an holistic uh, approach in terms of their business and personal life. Tax planning, how we use the tax planning to help them save taxes, to put that money towards investments and retirement for their not so great days when, when they can't actually be more productive and making sure they have good books in place to make sure we're complying with the tax code and help them get the ma- the maximum they can um, in terms of their business. That's really the values that drive us affordability, great service, and relationship with people. I love right? it. Yep. Because at the end of the day, if we're just uh, transactional with the people we engage with. I, I don't believe that's the right way of doing business. When I in, when someone engages me for an accounting need, it's beyond accounting. It's about their family, the legacy right. they want to leave. It's about their, their kids, their health planning, right? And all these parts comes important um, to play, or rather, comes to play when you actually know the person yeah. you go into business with. And I'm sure that just from a human perspective, is yeah. that you're going to care and have more empathy towards that person when you build a relationship versus seeing it transactional, right? Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. So, and and, and now you know one of the things is called the Savvy Brokers Club because mm-hmm. you know we we're, we're talking we're having conversations about how to make your money really work for you. But one of the yeah. things that struck uh, you know, stuck out to me the 
the most when we were talking is just how you said, you know, most people don't even know what they want, right? So before you even start yeah. talking about investing here and doing this, mm-hmm. I mean, one of the first conversations you're having, people's like, what do you want to do? What do you want to, what do you want your money for, right? Yeah. And, and before you even have that conversation, that's really the kind of the starting point, it seems like, mm-hmm. for, for, you know, your service that you provide. Absolutely. How do you approach that in terms of, you know, that particular, because it's not so broad, right? What do you want? What do you want to do with this? Mm-hmm. You know, some people don't have an idea, but how, right. what is your approach to kind of getting that information out or, you know, finding out what really matters to them? Yeah, that's a really great question. So an example, right? Um, I had a call with a small business owner. They are a restaurant uh, business owner here in Pilsen, and they have been running their business for a very long time. So one of the first thing that I try to learn as much as possible about this person is, okay, there are two sets of information that I prioritize to get right when I connect with a potential client just to determine even whether or not I can help them uh, with their needs, right? The business side information and the person side information. The business side information is, you know, all these general financial and operational data, right? We have the revenues, major expenses, or the number of employees they have on board, their sales strength, kind of to have an idea of how they operate their revenue cycle. Okay, they get client from XYZ and the, the client goes through this process to, to produce the revenue they need. And this on the person side of the information, what I'm interested to know is what's the person's background? Uh, how did they, how were they raised to think about money? Interesting how they deal with money currently and what are their financial plans. Are they married? Are they single? Are they in a relationship? And what are the views of the person they are in a relationship with in terms of money, planning, investing, saving, their financial habits, right? How are they raising their, their children, for example? All these pieces of information to me is important because you need an accountant, but you need more than a, an accountant in your life. It sounds like you need a therapist. I was like, you need a psychologist. Like all those like, things that you're talking about, right? Yeah. I understand like, that. In a so sense. like I am not a financial advisor, so I don't have anything to sell to people to push them to buy. Right, right, right. But I want them to have a great life. And the place of getting to that, the, the journey to get to that place really entails to know the client from inside out, right? And, and that's how I approach uh, that relationship, right? I wanna know as much as possible if they have currently, if they currently have investments or not, if they have savings or not, what's their age, for example, and we can think about, okay, you need me to be your accountant, but if I didn't mention X, Y, Z to you, I would, I would be doing a disservice to you because based on what I know, if you continue going this way and you just want me as your accountant, in five, 10 years, you, you're not gonna be doing very well, <laughs> right? Because yeah, there yeah. is data that supports my position. Mm. And we can start thinking about how to address these smaller issues that you haven't considered yet to help you get to a better place 
in the next 10, 20, 30 years down the road, whatever that looks like for you. For sure. Now, yeah. what, what do you think are some of the, I guess, biggest mistakes people make or don't consider, you know, when they're planning it themselves without an account? Like when, when, you, when they finally hire you or, they, you know, things are maybe a little bit of a mess, what are some of the things that are just so to you that, that, that you noticed are the biggest mistakes people make when it comes to their money and their finances? <laughs> so many. Uh, <laughs> Too long to list. Yeah. Um, but generally speaking, let me just point out two, maybe three. Okay. okay? Um, so especially w when we speak about small businesses or self-employed individuals, one of the biggest mistake that I see often, repeatedly, and is so frustrating, is that most people don't actually know how much it costs for them to provide the goods or service they are selling. They have no idea. It's so true. One of the clients that I recently had, they engaged me to just do their bookkeeping. I was like, okay, uh, but let's talk about the product you're offering. They, they are a consulting um, professional in, um, they hire, they recruit people for other companies. Gotcha. So, and we started talking about their costs. What are your costs for high recruiting people and sending them to other company? And they told me, well, I don't really have any cost. I was like, can you repeat that? <laughs> right? <laughs> so you're just really shocked when people don't realize that, hey, even when you have a, you know, you're working from home, your business is operating in your home. It's a cost. You eat when you are, you know, trying to find leads to send to the company. That's a cost to operate your yep, business. Yep. The utilities and the car you use to go meet with people, it's a cost. If you're not factoring factoring all these costs to your business you're not you're not in the right spot right so that's number one you know and, and along that same lines is it also that that cost of customer acquisition i feel like is such an important exactly you know is that uh, that didn't steal your your thunder or anything but was that kind of part of that as well in terms oh, of yeah the cost of products just what does it cost to you to do business right exactly gotcha so that's kind of you know the first thing i point to them is that entire cost and then we get to a place where we separate what are the costs that are directly assignable to the product or service and then what are the costs that just are there to make sure the business functions and operate because when we're looking into your profit and loss statement most business owners actually don't have that which is sad because you have no idea whether your business is doing well or not whether your business is succeeding or failing, because that's the bottom line you want to see. Yep. So you start your, with your revenue and the cost to produce the goods or service, and then you have your operating expenses just in general that make sure the business is operating. So how you break down these costs, it takes a little bit of thinking uh, and collecting actual data of your business. So that's the first place, right? That's the first large mistake most people are making. And again, you know, you pointed out the client acquisition cost. That's a true cost of the business. A lot of people don't take that in, into account. Yep. The time you spend with, you know, 
posting on social media the time you even if you're using google ads all these is expense right right the website the landing page and so forth all that are true costs right and when you move from you know people not knowing what's the true cost of doing business there is the mistake in terms of trying to do things yourself when you're not an expert in a given field mm-hmm. right the way that i always think about this is if i had a problem with my tooth i wouldn't dare to try to fix it myself yeah if i had a problem with my health i wouldn't just assume that i i do know what to do right i would go to a hospital or a dentist for an appointment but the way a lot of us think about finances is oh i can do this <laughs> but the truth is from the time we're born to the whatever age we've reached most of us don't actually go through um how do i put this a life journey with good uh financial planning experience sometime for example my parents worked hard all the time yeah but they never seemed to balance the book <laughs> for whatever reason because they were raised in colonial time in angola right where the, nobody really owned anything other than the portuguese and that shapes their mindset in terms of money you you have to work so hard just to get by yeah that's the financial pre- blueprint they had they have to come here today i use google maps i put the address right and i navigate it to the right destination right and it doesn't matter how many times i rerouted in the google maps it would have taken me here Correct. and that's the blueprint my parents had when it still have unfortunately when it comes to money you will work to the point where you just break even at best right so there isn't really a knowledge in terms of how do i replicate these to grow and expand and unfortunately a lot of people are in that place right whatever their environment where they were raised looks like whatever maybe their parents financial planning or not planning mindset was whether their parents just spent money or never saved or never put anything for retirement they are following similar footsteps because they are defaulted exactly to that it's like a thermostat right that that's probably be- the best example it doesn't matter whether we open the window or not if we set a thermostat to 72 it's if we open the window it gets a little bit cooler depending on the weather outside mm-hmm. the thermostat it's going to bring the room's environment exactly to that 72 right. sooner or later right so trying to do things when we don't have the expertise often leads us to that place where we are frustrated we are irritated we are not really sure our life is going to turn out 
because that's the blueprint we have. It's so true. It's so true. And and, and to hear you say that, it you know, it strikes a chord not with me, but just I think in society in general that you go to school and these are things you're never taught of, right? So yeah. forget even being an expert. It's like you've never had any introduction to this unless <laughs> you specifically chose that path, right? Yeah. But as a broad subject, it's not something that is introduced to us at a young age. And so I think you're absolutely right. I mean, our, our views on money and how we were brought up really do dictate the outcome. And, you know, I, I a lot of my friends, I always joke with like, you know, like a poverty mindset, right? And you go, oh, you got to get out of this poverty mindset. But I think for many people, especially, you know, immigrant like families that you hear this, I heard it so well with you is you got to work really hard to make very little. Yeah. And it just seems like that's a point of pride versus, you know, I can work really hard, but I can also make a lot. <laughs> Yeah, it absolutely. doesn't, you know, but it's, it's such a, it's, it's a, it's a learning curve, right? Mm-hmm. How do you, how do you have those conversations where you're, you know, really trying to change people's mindsets versus just talking to them about accounting? And it seems like you're almost coaching yeah. them. That, that's really what I do. Like, um, most clients expect accountants, just as I said, to keep your books or if they are a tax accountant to f- you know, file the tax returns and and that's it. But I do believe that we are called to live beyond the current limitations. Of course. course. So when, when a client, when we start a relationship with a client, we really want to know them, right? We are going to get engaged with them to learn about their lives, just to get a sense of their background. I love sharing with people about my background. I tell them where I am from, you know. Most people assume that because of the color the color of my skin, I'm an African American, but I tell them, "Oh, actually, I am from Angola in Africa, and I have been in the US for about 7 years or so. I came here for school and I ended up falling in love with an amazing woman and we got married and we're building our life together now. It's amazing. And a lot of the things that I learned through life to detach myself from my parents' mindset when it comes to money has been deliberate effort towards thinking in terms of what are the results they have been getting in the past 40 years of their lives and what results do I want and how different they look and I have to pursue different course of action. And deliberately every day I have to meditate, I pray, I, you know, I reaffirm to myself what's my vision and I encourage uh, my clients to do the same, right? You want me to be your accountant, fine, but we're gonna create a plan, right? You have a business today and you are 40 years old or early 40s, whatever, right? Just an example. And in the next 20 years, you will need to retire. And right now, you have barely 50K saved. So let's think about how to get there to the next 20 years to make sure if you want to leave the restaurant business, you can leave and let your kids run the business or sell the restaurants 
or transition to something else you also want to do. So we start creating tax planning strategy to save a little bit of money, to put into investment or get a little bit of money, to start putting into, for example, real estate, to generate capital gain and so forth. So we have a lot of conversation in terms of mindset. What's driving you as a business owner? What is keeping you from this level of income, for example, and not the next, right? So we have this conversation and I force them to think a little bit more in terms of think beyond your current business. Think about what you want out of life. What do you want for your families? Do you want them to go to school? What kind of schools? Do you want to travel? Where? Mm-hmm. How often? Right? So, and, and all these conversations, all these conversations, I believe, trigger something in their mind to think about possibilities. I right? believe 100%. You're absolutely I read right. this yeah. book uh, by Benjamin Sanders. It's, the title is The Art of Possibility. And he uses a very powerful example. He says, I only have a student. A student is an an orchestra leader and he teaches music. And he says, I only have a student because at the beginning of the semester, I tell my student to write a paper and give themselves A and tell me why they got that A. That's it. Wow. That's how I have a student. And I think it's the same concept in life. A lot of us feel like we are C, B, or even Z people, right? Because of the, all the stories we've told ourselves, all the experiences surrounding our lives. I come from a very mixed, uh, in, in terms of social uh, standing, um, my family has been poor, have been financially well at some point. I know what it feels like to be on both sides, to have a lot and then to lose everything and have nothing. Yeah. Because my family had to run away from Angola because of the civil war and we moved to the DRC, we were refugees. Yeah. And my, 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 my parents worked really hard, again, most immigrants, parents do that, have to go through that to make sure their family is well. And they build a life in DRC until it got to a point where my, my dad was doing very well financially with his job, but then they realized he wasn't a national in that country. So he lost a very prominent position wow. and we were forced to go back to Angola. Wow! So back to Angola, we had, when we moved to Angola, my parents had less than $200 to start life from scratch. Wow. No house, no car. We had our clothes and a few furniture. How old were you at that time? I believe I was about nine or 10. Oh, wow. But the only thing they told us was, if you excel in whatever you want in life, if you study work hard in your school, you'll go anywhere you want in the world. That's great advice. <laughs> Here you are, right? Yeah. <clears throat> like, and that's really what I did. I, I focused and, and I refrained my mindset. Um, I am a Christian. 
And the Bible has been a great guidance to me. I'm not trying to tell other people to convert or become Christian or anything like that. But I can't help but agree with you. I 100% agree with you on that note. So, But to me, having that faith and conviction on myself and working and reshaping that mindset uh, have been really helpful. And, And I encourage my clients to do the same. Whatever you believe helps you reshape and reframe your mindset the mental model, uh, the, the mental models you have, work on it, work on it, deliberately set time and work on yourself because you want an accountant, but you actually need more than a, an, a, an accountant. You need a friend. You need a friend. <laughs> yeah, 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 exactly. Really you is. need a friend. Well, yeah. if, you're, if you're listening out there and, and, and you can't already tell, I mean, this man just has an incredible energy about him, but just so positive. And, you know, you just truly get a feeling that you really do care about, you know, people and and you have a passion for what you do. So I'd encourage you if you find that you're in that situation and and money just seems to be, you know, something that that you'd like a little bit more control, a little more freedom uh, in your life uh, having. And yeah. I'd encourage you to reach out to Lintadilla. There's a, a form below. You can contact him directly. But yeah. again, just thank you so much for, for sharing your story, sharing your expertise. Thank you. I, I, I do appreciate that. I appreciate that. Thank you so much. Mm-hmm.